using National Weather Service Doppler radar technology, can now predict in-game weather seven days in advance, including surf advisory. Worst loot ever. Oh my god, that was a total rim job, Codex. Didn't come to my house, knew whatever she wanted with her finger. What? I cracked the windows. Help me, Codex One. You're my only hope. Women. Can't live with them? They will not go out with me. Hi, this is Kenny. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. This is episode 15, part Uno. 1. Woohoo, if you're going to say Uno, then you have to say, what's 15? I haven't done my numbers. Oh, let's see. You know, when you're 15, <laughs> you get a quinceanera, right? <laughs> sure. No, I thought that was 16. Oh. No, I think it's 15. <laughs> oh, we're horrible. We're not horrible. We just don't know things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways, today we're at Charlie's Internet Cafe. Wow. This is where it stuff, all went stuff down. Stuff went down It here. all went down here. I heard a little hangy-panky happened in the bathroom. Really? <laughs> uh, you need to tell me that. Maybe not on the air right now. Okay. Well, After. you know, there was that whole, like, Codex Fox thing. Oh, I was thinking... I know, we I only I was thinking saw... Venom and Riley. Oh, thing, but... maybe. Or maybe it was the waiter <laughs> and Vork. <laughs> They which, seem to have, which waiter? They seem to have a... The pretty blonde or the cute brunette guy? The cute brunette guy. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I felt the tension in that one line. Did you? That he had. Yeah. Hey, that's our boy. <laughs> Wasn't that it? That was yeah. It. You could, yeah, you, but, but you felt was, the subtext underneath but, that. but there was that connection also with the cute blonde girl who... Here's your water. Here's your water. With attitude, walked away. Mm. So you know, neither either of them could have flirted with them. You (laughs) never know. You never know. Threesome with Vork. That's scary. Whoa. All right, let's bring the show back on track. But we're talking about threesomes with Vork. It's pretty great. (laughs) Okay, back on track. Back on track. What's happening on today's show? Let's find out on Knights of the Guild. Today, we have guild news, we have a cast interview, what the cast and crew are up to, we have some listener feedback, a contest, and business time. My favorite! Yay! I'm wearing chainmail, by the way. She is. I don't know when She pulled out this awesome piece of chainmail. I'm going to have a picture of it so you guys will be able to see it. Yes. Hand put together. It's hand woven. I don't know how, woven, is that the correct term? It's hand woven and it has the awesome guild symbol shield on it. Yes. My friend Apotheosis AZ made this. That is awesome. Does he make them for just people in general? Can people... Um, or does he just do it for fun? I think he just does it for fun because it's the first I'd ever heard that he okay. could make chain mail. I've known him for years and he's like, Hey, by the way, for your birthday, I'm making you chain mail. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. He's the greatest. It is awesome. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nice piece. Definitely check out the picture. It'll be up on our uh, blog or podcast somewhere. It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere. You'll be able to find it. Yes. Kenny makes things easy. I do, and I tweet a million times, so just follow (laughs) us on Twitter. So let's go ahead and start with Guild News. What other things are going on in the world of the Guild? Let's find out on Knights of the Guild. 
All right, what do we have for today's good news? Uh, good stuff. <laughs> it's right here, written on the piece of paper. Ah, oh, day. wow. <laughs> he makes it so easy for me. I can't read, though. Oh, cool. all right. Oh, cuckoo manga. I, I was going to say something, yeah. You were going to say something <laughs> naughty, Kenny. That doesn't happen very often. It doesn't, so I caught myself. I won't, yeah. I won't have to bleep. I'm good. No bleeping. No bleeping. We don't believe in it. <laughs> uh, the Guild comic book's out, guys. Woo. How many did you buy, Kenny? I, bu- <laughs> I already bought... You already pre-ordered all six covers. I remember. And they just, they just shipped it, like, I think it was yesterday, which is, like, four days after it's already been out. That's crap. Isn't it? I'm like, I wanted, like, the day of, like, That's Amazon. That's why you special order. Yeah. So, anyways, I had to. I ran out on my lunch on the day it came out, and I bought six issues, three of each covers. But those aren't for me. Yes, I did read one of them, but I'm gonna have it's them all. It's been touched by. It Kenny's has been head. touched. It's that a special, one's extra special. special. <laughs> I'm going to have them all signed by Felicia, uh-huh. and we're going to give them out as oh, prizes. Oh goodness! So anticipate some really cool Knights of the Guild <laughs> contest. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. I haven't read it yet. I'm horrible. <laughs> I've been will. busy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but I remember, did you read Felicia's tweet that the, I think it was the makeup person on Red yes, went out, out and bought like copies, copies for all the, the crew, crew. so she great? could sign them? Yeah. It's so cute. It's very, like, cool. very cool. The, it's doing really well. It's selling out all over the place. That's great. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a success. So hopefully we'll see more. Lots of good uh, yeah. press We still have it. two more issues, too. I know. And then we'll see if Felicia writes another one. Oh, boy. That would be cool. Felicia needs to get herself cloned already. Oh, please. That would be make life so much easier for <laughs> her, I'm now, sure. Because now, you know, there's going to be like Red and Red 2 and Red 3 and Red 4. <laughs> so she needs one movie Felicia. And then one. Comic book she Felicia. three. That's right. Three. You need three. Yeah. I'm, I'm mapping this out for you. <laughs> uh, also, the season three DVDs out. Hopefully you guys have gotten it by now and have loved it and enjoyed all the extras because it's really, really good. And then season four. Season four mystery. It's still, it's still unofficial, unofficially official. She's writing she's it. She's writing it. So That's a step in the good direction. It is. So when they do get approval from uh, Microsoft, which everyone's anticipating, still not confirmed. Uh, it'll be good to go, so they can start right up. Hopefully, once that happens, fall. That's, that's what, what they're. Hearing. That's what they're predicting now that it'll be released in the fall. So, what does that mean for the summer? I know we got a, a whole summer. We got a. Yeah, I'm sure they're. they're I'm sure. Uh, I know the guild is planning to be at Comic Con. Yes. So I'm sure they have something under their sleeve that they're going to reveal. How Uh-oh. can you top the music video? Uh, I don't know. A red sneak peek. Oh, that would be cool. That's my prediction. You never know. Man, this chainmail is getting hot. <laughs> it was all. It doesn't cool. breathe. It do- when I put it on, it was like, "Ooh, this is so cool!" And now my body heat. Is- this is amazing. I don't understand medieval times. They would have gone crazy. Yeah. Shake the chainmail. You can. Can you hear it? I can hear. I'm sitting right That's next gonna to you. Be, I'm going to start a new dance craze. Shaking the chainmail. Shaking the chainmail. Shaking the chainmail. Nice. Shaking the chainmail. <laughs> Have all these pretty ladies behind mm. me in like this crop top chain. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I can see it now. Oh my gosh! Oh you my god, music you'll have, video. You have the guild dancers. That's right, because they were in kind of a chain, but it wasn't real chain. It was, it was faux not chain. faux chain. Mm-mm. I go for the real stuff. This is all real, baby. Mm. Real baby. <laughs> nice. All right. 
we are forthright bringing you a cast interview on Knights of the Guild. All right, so next up we have our cast interview. So why don't we take a listen to that? Today we have a extra special cast member. That's Teal. She plays Venom. Uh, a very, I wouldn't say she's vicious, but she's she's uh, an interesting character. Yeah, I like to call Venom feisty. Feisty, that's a I good like word. I like the word for her. feisty. That is a good <laughs> word for her. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. feisty. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I appreciate you stopping by. Oh, it's a pleasure us. to be here. Yes, and and unfortunately, as you can hear, Jenny's not with me. She is detained at the moment. We won't say where or what, but um, I'm gonna you know push on by myself here. But uh, I do have lots of questions from, from fans who uh, I tweeted and told them I was going to be talking to you, and they got all excited and sent me tons of stuff. So Yay. I'm just going to jump right into these questions. Great. All right. So the first one, let's go with – this is from Ross T. Gunn. He asks, how long have you been performing, and what has been your favorite role so far? Wow. I've been acting for a little over 10 years. And, oh, it's so hard to pick my favorite project because <laughs> they all mean something different to me. I think one of my most favorite was actually the first film I ever did, which gave me my SAG card um, and is the film in which I met Felicia Day was um, an HBO film called Warm Springs. Mm-hmm. And it was about FDR and uh, it went behind the scenes into his um, fight uh, with polio and how he kept it hidden. From the public. Yeah. And Felicia and I were both uh, cast as polio patients um, at his rehabilitation center. And um, for me, um, it was, like I said, my first feature film. I got to work with Kenneth Branagh, who I was a, who I am a huge fan of, and Cynthia yeah. Nixon and Kathy Bates. And um, so to me, that is just an experience that that will stay with me forever. Yeah. And yeah, and and that's what's cool about it too that I did meet Felicia on that film, and we've been good friends ever since. That's great. Now, speaking yeah. of Warm Springs, I actually have questions from Warm, mm-hmm. about Warm Springs, so okay. I might as well get into that since we're yeah. talking about it. So, Tone Wa asks, any comments on working with Kenneth Branagh? Okay, I what was great, not only did I get to act with Kenneth Branagh, but I actually got to work behind the scenes with him. He was playing FDR who has polio, which is similar to my disability. I um, have a spinal cord injury. I was in a car accident when I was 14 years old and broke my back um, at the L2 L2 level, which is low Mm -hmm. um, in your back. And I became paralyzed. Uh, My legs are paralyzed. I can't feel or move them. So it's similar to FDR's disability um, of polio. So Mm -hmm. Um, they hired me as Kenneth's advisor, so I got to go swimming with him one day and show him what it's like to swim when you have a disability, as well as I um, showed him how you walk with braces. Mm-hmm. So we got to spend some, you know, quality time together. That's um, great. Which was great. Like, yeah. It was really great. He is such a gentleman, like so sweet and loving and supportive. And I remember we when we were on set one day, um, if if you've seen the film, you'll see that um, – I sing and dance and I'm dancing around in my wheelchair and, and singing um, along with Felicia and a couple other 
um, of the patients there. Mm-hmm. And it was a long day of filming. Mm-hmm. And we were singing and dancing around. And um, Kenneth came up to me at one point during the day. He's like, can I get you some water, love? You know, and it was so <laughs> sweet. And, and even at the premiere in, in Hollywood, I came, I went to the premiere and I'm sitting there and the movie's about to start and someone comes up and kisses me on the cheek and I turn and it's Kenneth. Like, it was just, he was just so appreciative and yeah. lovely to work with, like a, a professional on that's, set. That's to everybody, great. Everybody, the that's, cast, the crew, treated yeah. everybody equally. It was, it was great. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of that, um, did they hire you as uh, an advisor first or were you an actress also and they just thought you would, since you are paralyzed, that they can use you as an advisor also? Yes, they hired me as an actress first. Okay. And then I think I, when I was at the read-through, we had a uh-huh. read-through. And I was talking to one of some of the producers, and they, um, once they learned more about me and my disability, then it went from there. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. All right, so we have another question from Tonwa. He asked, um, oh, actually, you answered that one. He asked if you advised any of the cast on there how they're realistic being in a wheelchair, but you obviously did that. Yeah. Uh, he also asked, did they use vintage wheelchairs or reprodu- uh, reproductions? They were vintage wheelchairs, which was so crazy to be in one because they are so <laughs> hard to move around. I, uh-huh. I feel so lucky now to have, I have a very light titanium wheelchair that weighs, weighs maybe 20 pounds with the wheels on it. Yeah. And it's great. And then you're in one of these big clunkers. I mean, I don't know how people <laughs> did it. I mean, seriously, I was exhausted. I mean, I think Felicia and I, and every, we're exhausted from pushing that thing around all day. It's yeah. crazy. And they're so big and you literally have to have pretty much have somebody push you in it. Yeah, uh, but they're they're also quite beautiful, though I think to look at um, when you see them. You know, yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're very vintage. Cool, very cool. Very cool. All right, we have another question from. Let's see, There's so many questions. I got to pick a good one here. Um, here we go. Nas asks, "Have you done any other web content before, and how does it compare with other professional sets, the guild?" Okay, I the guild was my first web content, okay. and from and it was like I was on a feature film set. Seriously, working on the guild, I felt like I was working on a real like a network TV show. <laughs> so professional, I mean, amazing crew who I have become great friends with. You know, all the crew, you mm-hmm. know, like they're fabulous, and it was, yeah. just, it was fun and and so well done. So I applaud Felicia and and. and um, Kim and everybody else for for doing this themselves, you know, yeah, yeah. They did it themselves from the you know ground up with you know no money to begin with, and now look what they're doing. It was very um, for me inspiring to be on set and see that you can accomplish that, you know, with a lot of hard work and yeah, talent and stuff. Yeah, very cool. All right, well, you kind of answered this, but Butterfly Amanda asks, how did you meet Felicia? Um, yeah, I met Felicia I, on Warm Springs, the HBO film Warm Springs, which was funny because I was living in Atlanta, which is where Warm Springs was filmed. And mm-hmm. so they hired me as a local hire. And then they flew in Felicia from Los Angeles, which stated a lot of the actors they flew in from L.A. or New York. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so we were on set together and I decided to move out to Los Angeles like a year later and I didn't know anybody when I decided to move to LA and Felicia was like one of the only people I knew who was uh-huh. on set. And I remember finding her, her agent 
her manager's phone number on our contact <laughs> sheet from Warm Springs. Like literally, uh-huh. I thought I found her manager's contact info. I contacted the manager and say, "Hi, I'm Teal. I work with Felicia. Do you mind if you, you know, could I have her email or something? Yeah. <laughs> you know." Yeah. And thankfully, she, you know, emailed me back. And 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 then Felicia was seriously day one I moved here. She was she was introducing me to her friends. She um, was take you know she took me out around yeah. town. Yeah. I remember like the. I was only in Los Angeles for a week and Felicia and I went to a show at Acme to see improv and my car got towed and Felicia <laughs> had to drive me around town. We had to go find my car and it was at this nasty place with this big bulldog in the front. And then they wouldn't let me have my car unless I paid them. Like it was like $300 in cash. Oh, man. I had just moved here. I didn't even have like a way to get out cash out of the bank. So Felicia yeah. went and got cash out of her bank account for me. And then we went back. It was like this big ordeal of moving to Los Angeles. Um, uh, but Felicia was there to you know, <laughs> help me through it. She was That's really great. Great. Yeah. Cool. Well, Type Rope asked, uh, what kind of reception have you gotten from friends and colleagues for your portrayal of Venom? Um, I have gotten a great feedback from people. I think it's fun for them to see me in a different role. I've never played somebody so, you know, feisty and who's a villain and who's kind of, you know, nasty yeah, and evil yeah. and bitchy. And, <laughs> and they, they love it and it's, it's fun. And so I've been a, I've gotten actually a, a really good reception from people. They, they like it. And even a lot of my friends who are disabled love it. I yeah. think, I think they're, you know, it's, it's fun to make fun of it. I think a lot of people are, are, you know, are unsure or, mm-hmm. or, you know, don't know well, a lot about people with disabilities. Unless you know somebody who's just disabled, yeah. you think it's sad or, yeah. you know, you don't really know how to act around it. And so, um, that's what's so fun about the role because it makes, you know, I'm making fun of myself and it's funny and we're, you know, yeah. you know, I'm using my disability. You're using it. That's what's so people. funny about yeah. it is that you're actually using it to get back at these people. Totally. You know? And it's fun. And uh, yeah. so it's been great. It's really been a lot of fun. Cool. Um, the fans of the guild are amazing. So I've, you know, a lot of them have contacted me through my website or on Facebook. Yeah. And it's really great. It's, yeah. it, it's, you know, it means a lot, and so. Cool. All right, well, Ryan Lynchblade Lay asks, how much of Venom is you? <laughs> do do your personalities sync up at all, or is, <laughs> or is her character completely foreign to you? Um, Venom is probably the complete opposite of me, <laughs> but I think, I think in everybody there's elements of, you know, bitchiness or nastiness. Yeah, something that so you I wouldn't think- do normally. Yeah, it's stuff I may think in my head, but I'd never really say <laughs> or do. So yeah, yeah. that's what's so fun about her is you get to do, you get to play a part of yourself that you usually keep hidden or that, you know, it's, it's in there maybe somewhere. But, uh, yeah. but no, in real life, I am very much the opposite of, of Venom. Okay. Megan asked, mm-hmm. Venom was the hardest character introduced this season for me to understand. Like the line about mm-hmm. setting her apartment on fire and roasting to death in her chair. She seems far too aggressive to be suicidal. How do you think how do you think of Venom? And did you flesh out her backstory in your head? Um, yeah, wow, that's actually a really good question. I mean, I think Venom is more talk than what <laughs> she would actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think and it was fun because Felicia wrote a lot of fun lines for Venom. Yeah. Like that. And so, I mean, I think, and 
I think a thing with Venom is, um, which I kind of use motivation for her. When you're disabled, you get a lot of a lot of people out there say really silly comments to you. They're kind of naive and and, mm-hmm. and stupid. Like like say I'm out in public, I've had people come up to me and come up to me and say, "Oh, it's so good to see you out." Oh, I'm sorry. It must be really hard to be in that wheelchair. I hope you get better soon. Or, yeah. oh, I admire you. Or, oh, you're my hero. You're inspirational. And even in, in one of the uh, episodes, Sand Deep says something like that. I admire yeah. people who yeah. come and burst people. That's blah, right. Blah, blah. <laughs> so, I, for me, I use, like, I, I for Venom, I tried to use, like, she's fed up with the people and their stupidity and, and you know, kind of the... Yeah stuff you get on a day-to-day basis of people being naive of what it's like to be disabled. So I, I kind of use that and yeah. as a motivation of, and her just getting back at it. She's like, well, I'll manipulate the fact I'm in a wheelchair and I'm going to say stuff that, you know, people wouldn't expect me to say. And, and yeah. so I, I went from that, um, you know, viewpoint with her. Yeah. So. That's great. And, and that's what's fun about the girl too. It's some of it's like a little over the top. And when you wouldn't, you know, normally say like, I'm going to roast to death my chair and burn down my house. <laughs> what the guild is it's yeah. you know and that's what's fun about it yeah yeah very, you know. very cool all right well eva eva says uh, my initial comment is that i think the casting was great for season three of the guild that said i think that having such a diverse group of actors and characters was great so my question for teal is with the popularity of the guild and being part of season three do you think this has given you even more exposure as an actress Yes, I feel like being on the Guild definitely has given me um, more exposure for sure. Um, tons of people watch the Guild and it has such a great reputation. And since then, I've gotten, you know, I've gained a lot more fans from it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's in, and for me, like I just cut a reel the other day with uh, Sean Becker, the director, this great reel of all Ben and stuff from the Guild. And, and <laughs> that so has that's to be a great reel. Great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I actually I posted on I think on Facebook and I on YouTube and it's it's fun. So for me, it's it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be. It, it is really good for me as an actress, and it shows yeah. a different side of me. I, I'm usually cast as the sweet, innocent, inspirational girl in a wheelchair. So for yeah. me, this is like the flip side of that. That they know I can be edgy and I can yeah. be evil and the villain and yeah. And so it. I think it was I. I I love the character and I love that Felicia wrote it. I think it's it's kind of groundbreaking in a way, you know? Yeah. 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 Felicia's good at that. The cast is so diverse. Yeah. You see that everybody is different and and Felicia really captures the different voices out there and uh, doesn't stereotype people, which is great, which I love about my character. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Alan asks, uh, Venom is the only woman in the Axis of Anarchy. Do you feel that makes her the group's maternal figure? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I I don't think Venom's very maternal at all. Wow. No, I don't. <laughs> Venom is like, I, maybe when Venom's alone and nobody sees her, she's maternal. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. uh, I, I think out in public with her other, with her access of anarchy, I think she puts on a pretty tough face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would not say she is a maternal one at all. <laughs> all right, well, Tightrope asks, uh, what kind of roles would you like to be able to play going forward? And do you have any dream roles or archetypes you'd love to be, uh, to get a chance to play? Um, I would like, 
to, well, I really want to play a con artist in something. <laughs> I'm working cool. maybe on doing a, a, a short film and, and um, I, 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 I like that. I like playing it against kind of like the type of, you know, you're in a wheelchair, you, you know, you have to be all sweet and innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, that's one of, you know, I, I do like Venom. Um, I also, let's see other roles. Um, I'm always trying to roll like strong women roles. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if I was playing a lawyer or a detective or, I always think it'd be fun on shows like Criminal Minds and, and CSI. I'd like to be the techie girl at the computer you mm-hmm. know, who's a little offbeat. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can definitely see you as that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, for me, I would love to be like a series regular on a show yeah. like that and have yeah. a fun like, role. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Well, Butterfly Amanda asks, are you currently working on another play? Um, I, I'm doing my theater company, the Navajo Art Center, is doing a five-week run of um, some one-act plays that were written by other company members throughout the year. So I'm cast in um, a couple of those, and so we'll be running for five weeks. So that's fun. The, the plays are like 10, 15 minutes each, mm-hmm. and um, just be a night of that. So, yeah, I'm just starting to go in rehearsal for that, and then I'm also producing a play that um, – somebody in my theater company wrote and um, so I'm producing that for them and yeah, that's what cool. I'm up to right now. Busy, busy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Tomo asks, uh, would you reprise your role in the future seasons of the guild? I would love to reprise my role. Um, that's up to, you know, Felicia <laughs> and that's kind of out of my hands. I, I know Felicia has been working on the next season, but I, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Yeah, but if I don't, you know what? I'm happy with being on season three, and I think you know. Yeah, having that so, iconic character is just awesome to be part of the whole guild oh, world. Totally. Yeah, I'm very honored. Very cool. Well, he also asked if you do continue in season four, where would you like to see the future w- go with Venom and Riley, or is there a future with Venom and Riley? Yeah, Riley and I actually talked about that on set last year. We talked about how it'd be fun if we became a couple and we adopted a little like Venom Riley child. <laughs> you know, we had like a little child we carried around, and That's we had funny. like a fun couple. You know, yeah. Uh, so I think that could be kind of cool. That's, that's funny. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, I think if, if, if Venom was to develop, I think it could be fun to actually learn. You know, I think what what behind her yeah. feisty. You know, like see her actually her human, you know, real side kind of come out and see why she is the way she is and see like her more, more vulnerable side, yeah. I think could be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, Ben Brussel says my favorite part of the portrayal of Venom is her ability to switch personalities in such a seamless manner. However, the mm-hmm. idea of her working with children is one of the more frightening things I could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Yet not all that far off from what some educators are actually like. What is one <laughs> what is one quality of venom that you wish you exhibited more in your real life? Ooh. Um I I I would have to say her ability to say what's on her mind and and not censor herself so much. Mhm. Yeah. That would have to be it. That's, There's something about that that's admirable that you can just say what you're feeling and say what you want and not try to always have to fit in. Not worry. Yeah. Not worry about other yeah. things. Yeah. I agree. Think. I yeah, agree. I think that's very, that's something that's very refreshing about that. That is very cool of her also. That's one good aspect mm-hmm. of her character. Um, um, Butterfly Amanda asks, how did you get into acting? 
I know you said it was with Warm I, Springs, but was there something before yeah, that? Yeah, I started acting my freshman year of college. I went to school in Atlanta, Georgia. I actually wanted to go into broadcasting, oh. and I had to take a theater class as part of my major, and I just fell in love with it. I had a very, I had a professor who was very encouraging. Um, didn't you know? Didn't care. I was in a wheelchair, and mm-hmm. was like, okay, let's go. We're we're gonna act. We're gonna do this. And he he treated me like uh, anybody else, and to mm-hmm. me, that's how I wanted to be treated. And it he really instilled in me the confidence that you know I can do this. It doesn't matter if I'm disabled or not. There's no reason I can't act. So I literally started. He started. I, he cast me in a couple plays, and and if I wasn't acting, I was stage managing or working at the box office. Like I love every aspect of it. Like right yeah. now, I'm producing. I'm helping stage manage the show I'm doing yeah. right now. I think I like every aspect of it. That's um, definitely, I'm interested in not just acting, but working, you know, behind the scenes too. And, yeah. Yeah. And stuff. Cool. Well, Tunwa asks, are you a gamer? Console, PC, pen and paper games, anything like that? <laughs> I have a Nintendo Wii that I've been playing. Um, I, let's, so I, I do play the Wii, and I okay. love rock bands, especially Beatles rock band. Mm-hmm. And um, besides that, I, I don't. I need to make more time with it. I've been busy lately. But yeah. uh, And there's a party that knows if I started playing, I would get to <laughs> my life, and I would get nothing else done. But that's okay, though. Yeah, I hear that, uh, I like, too. You know, I like board games, and I really like, I know it's going to sound dorky, but I really like doing puzzles. Oh yeah, so, me too. I just bought a puzzle at Target the other day, and <laughs> I, I figured like you open a bottle of wine and you sit down and you just work on the puzzle. That sounds and nice. Yeah, of a good night. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's great about that, and I think one of the things with gaming, which so great is, and, and with me like doing puzzles and stuff, is it just you get so focused on it, you forget about everything else, everything else in your life. Which yeah, it's relaxing. Just, it's very relaxing. Yeah, to yeah. Focus on one thing and forget about everything else. So yeah. sometimes, you know. I, I totally agree. All right. Yeah. Well, of course, this is the inevitable question that I think more people asked than any other question was, how was yeah. the kiss with Michelle? Oh, the kiss with Michelle was fabulous. She has very, very soft lips. And <laughs> I've never kissed a girl before, and mm-hmm. I've kind of always wanted to. Mm-hmm. So um, this was my chance to actually get to do it. And, that was funny. you know, Michelle's a pretty hot girl. So yeah. I, it was fun to, to kiss somebody so hot and, you know. I just remember when you guys I, I, were were at the at the screening or at the read through, yeah. and you guys got to that part, and Michelle stood up and shook your hand and introduced herself. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be making out in the scene. That was oh a great. God. That was a funny moment. Well, that's what was funny because I hadn't read the script before the read through. Yeah. And so that night when we're doing the read through, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> this is what's happening. And Sean told me, uh, Sean told me that Felicia kept looking up at me every time. <laughs> I, to make sure that I was okay with it. And, um, uh, yeah, you guys, both yeah. of you guys didn't even phase you. Oh, no. And was, I mean, it's yeah, all... We yeah, we didn't practice. That's what yeah. was fun. That's the thing about it. was fun working with Michelle is, like, we both just went for it. There yeah. was no, like, oh, we have to practice. You know, we, let's just do it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they, she was she was great to work with on that. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Tightrope asks, what's the biggest difference between working on screen and stage um i think the big difference is is that when you're working on stage you can't cut it it's live and <laughs> and that's one thing that's exciting about it because 
I just finished doing a six week run of proof and change. Thank you. Things change every night and different things come out and things go wrong. But usually when something goes wrong, like somebody forgets a line or whatever, something, the prop doesn't show up right or the prop falls off the table, whatever it is, like stuff happens and and you go with that in the moment and you surprise yourself because you don't know what's going to happen. So for me, that's the biggest thing is, is, is that, um, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, Tonwa asks, would you like to appear in a future Guild comic? Oh, I would love to to appear in a Guild comic. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'm I'm so that's so cool that um, the comic just came out, and yeah. I've been following everything online, and I need to actually go pick pick them up, um, pick them up. But yeah, um, I would that that would be great. Cool. He also, he, yeah, he also asks uh, if you ever imagine what your avatar character looked like, your in-game character. You know, Ven- what? Venoms. Would, Venoms. I would love. I, that's one of the things. You know how uh, the 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 uh, Knights of Good have their like avatar yeah. characters. I yeah. Was, I was kind of like hoping the Axis of Anarchy would have their avatar characters too, <laughs> and maybe they'd have a little intro. Yeah, that would have been funny. Um, I would love to see Venom as a as a uh, a little avatar, a little little chick in a wheelchair. You know. <laughs> now this is just my own question. Uh, being a disabled actress, do you yeah. are you how do you feel about uh, abled actors portraying people in wheelchairs when there's perfectly good, great actors in wheelchairs? Yeah. You know. I, I, this is my thought on it. I feel like the casting directors and producers should audition. Mm-hmm. You know, and try to seek out actors in wheelchairs um, mm-hmm. to play those roles, mm-hmm. and they should, you know, tr- try to work with them if they can. But in the end, I also feel like the best actor and person that's right for the role should get the role. I mean, there's a lot of controversy going along go, around surrounding this right now, especially with the character in Glee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that that, that um, was actually what brought that up. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I figured. And my, um, they did audition actors in wheelchairs i have a really good friend of mine who they auditioned along with some other ones and um they weren't right for the part my like i know my friend and they auditioned they auditioned he's too old and mm-hmm. he wasn't a good enough singer and um i know a lot of people in los angeles who are disabled because i serve on the performers with disabilities committee at sag mm-hmm. and and when i think about the actors i know with disabilities like none of them really fit that character okay um or that part so yeah. i understand why they had to cast that i mean i don't think just because you're disabled you should get a freebie you know like a, you know a handout no, like, I, I agree yeah yeah and so um but but at the same time they should try to cast um or audition people because it's i mean it's frustrating when you do see someone on tv in a wheelchair and you're like oh i could play that part there's no reason i should be doing that part and yeah. you didn't even audition for it or you didn't even know about it yeah and um so um but yeah that's how i feel about it um so but it's a bit it's a very controversial uh subject yeah there's a lot of people disabilities who would say pros and, pros and cons to everything yeah, yeah there's there's pros and cons but yeah. Now, one thing I liked about Proof um, is that the the character you play, obviously she, she's not disabled. No. There was no mention of your wheelchair, and that's what I, I loved about it. It was just you performing with the other actors. I mean, the yes. movements, everything. I, that, that. Now, do you want to see more of that? Yes. I think I'm, that's one of the goals of a lot of actors and, and shares is that it shouldn't matter. I mean, yeah. I should be able to go out 
and audition for roles. I should be able to go on audition for the, the tech girl, the secretary, the mom, the, yeah. the lover, the whatever, because that's what I do in real life. Those yeah. are things I could do. I mean, I think it would be um, really cool to see you as a, t- a detective. Yeah. I mean, you, know, right, you don't have There's to no reason. To, yeah, there is no reason for you not to get stuff like that. No, it's just the same as like if you had a, you know, a black or Asian or whoever, you don't yeah. have to explain why they're that color. You yeah, know? yeah. Like it's, I would love to get to the point where it doesn't, and I don't think it does. I mean, I think Proof was a good example of that. Is it was very well received. We got great reviews. Nobody cared that that we didn't talk about why I was in a wheelchair or yeah, it was just natural. It was even that wasn't what the story was about. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. And, and in my day to day life, I don't talk about my disability really, unless you know somebody has a question or asks about it. But that doesn't you know yeah. dictate my day or what you know what's happening or you know so yeah. Well, that's that's cool, and I know they don't do that in Hollywood. They should, but they don't. They, you don't. No. You, you feel typecast. Uh, yes, but yeah. it's me and lots of other able-bodied actors too. I mean, so it's it's yeah. I think you know everybody deals with it in one yeah. way or another. So. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, that's it for me for questions. Okay. Um, so you're working on plays right now. Are you, are you have you done any television or film? Um, I haven't lately. No, I, I haven't done the, the last film. And it was Warm Springs. I was cast in a pilot for NBC a couple years ago as a series regular, the half hour comedy called mm-hmm. I'm with Stupid. Um, <laughs> but it did not get picked up. But it okay. would have been fun. I actually <laughs> played a fun kind of. Uh, I had a, it was a very fun character. But yeah. Um, no, and I've you know done some commercials and just like yeah doing the auditioning thing and I'm I've really gotten into lately doing some like kind of flea show as an inspiration for this producing your own stuff trying mm-hmm. to work with your own stuff I'd like to do a short film and so I'm I have some ideas for that and I'm working with somebody on that and awesome. so we'll see where that goes and great yeah well keep us updated on your life and events that are happening that people can see you in we'd love to promote you as much Thank as we can you. and I really appreciate you taking the time and chatting with us Yay, thank and you. I'm sure we'll talk again. Yes, and thank you. And thanks to everybody, all the fans out there and the people who ask questions and, and everything. So Awesome. Well, thank, thank you okay. so much. Okay. Alrighty. Bye. Knights of the Guild will be right back after Jenny hunts for the unicorns. What are you singing? <gasps> Have you never heard this? No. It's uh, Flight of the Concords. <laughs> it's it's a it's a song about after the ro- robots kill all the humans. Okay. And take over the world. Oh, and they go. The humans are dead. That's right. They are dead. The humans are dead. I poked this one. It's dead. <laughs> it's good. I gotta make you listen to it. Alrighty then. <laughs> Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity. Peculiarity. Irregularity, inconsistency, incongruity, a rarity. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books. Costuming. And general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com. We 
know you want more Firefly or a Serenity sequel. We know you're just itching for one more shindig in the verse. You need to know about Browncoat's redemption. This not-for-profit independent film is raising money for charities created or supported by Joss Whedon and the Big Damn Heroes. Catch the trailer, auctions, downloads, and everything you need to know about the film on Browncoat's radio and at browncoatsmovie.com. Time for more cookies and love on Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast of the web series, The Guild. Does thou want to know what the actors and the crew of the Guild are up to? Shall we? Now it's time for what the actors and crew are up to. Oh boy! This is what I was teasing to. Oh. This is. Do you want to go first? Do you want to? Do I want to go first? Yeah. What, like what I'm doing? What you're doing? <gasps> what am what I are doing? you doing? Uh, what are you not doing? I'm not sleeping. Running or... for president. <laughs> That's yet. <good>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. Well, I'm writing for Tube Filter full time now, so Yay. that's like busy. Wow. I see your articles all the time. I know. I have to post. <laughs> A minimum of seven articles a week. Yeah. This week, I'm already up to nine, and wow. the week's not over. That's good. Because I have another one I have to write tonight. Uh, Bubs in the Night still going on. We cool. just wrapped shooting on episode three, which was directed by the beautiful and talented Taryn O'Neill. Very so cool. So that was fun. It was great having our set. And we got a parrot. I, I read you your tweets. This? Yes, I read your tweets about so, that. So, okay, I'm... <laughs> In the apartment, getting the apartment ready for a shot, and they're hauling in this couch because it was needed for the shoot. And all of a sudden, I hear Stuart yell, Jenny, get out here! (laughs) And I'm thinking, oh crap, someone dropped the couch on somebody and has a broken leg. And I run out there, he's holding a parrot. And I was like, what are you doing with a parrot, Stuart? I don't know. It just flew into the couch. So it now lives with us. We still have it. We haven't been able to find its owner. So, hey, if you lost a parrot in the North Hollywood area, we might have it. Email us. He named it Belushi. Belushi? Belushi. Oh, Belushi. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to go with uh, some more. These are uh, cast members who emailed me and let me know what's going on. First up, we have Vince Casso, who plays Blades. Yay! He says, I'm starring in a new web series titled The End. Um, also slated to star in two additional upcoming projects, details of which will be released as time goes on. He's in another web series and he didn't tell me? He's cheating on us. I'm going to email him and be like, yo, what's the deal? <laughs> I need scoops on this. That's right. Especially for you. I'm press. Yeah. Whatever. The, Vince, do you want some press? Let's the do end. Sounds like it's already the done. The end. The end. All right. Next up, who do we have? Oh, my gosh, guys. This is awesome. <laughs> Jeff Lewis says, be on the lookout for Jeff Lewis's five-minute comedy hour. It had special screenings in Pasadena and San Diego so far. Yep, and it was they were huge. Dude. I mean, so many people loved it. I wish you were there. I was so wish I was there. You've seen it, huh? I saw it, because oh. I was there. I know, I missed it. Because I, so I had to write it up for Tube Fielder. That's a nice thing. I'm like, oh, I have to go. You have to go. I have to go. You have to go. You have to for work. I've worked. <laughs> um, it's so funny, you guys. Yeah. I know they're, so they're still funny. shopping it around. Hopefully mm-hmm. it'll... I mean, hello. Yeah, soon. You guys are crazy. Crackle. Yeah. Get on it. Uh, who else? Vaguru. Yeah. Why don't you buy it? Oh, uh, you need a comedy? I'm going to just list everybody. Get this web series. It'll be the biggest thing that ever happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Next up, we have uh, Greg Aronowitz. 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 It's like uh, Shrowin. Shrowin. Yeah. 
he says, check out my blog at http colon slash slash barnyard effects. That's B-A-R-N-Y-A-R-D-F-X dot blogspot B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com C-O-M. Lots of guilty goodness. Also, be on the lookout for a new video blog with James Kaysen Lee. He plays Ando on Heroes. And it's like the if you saw his Felicia Day. Is he going to teach him of, to make something? I, I'm not saying anything. I, oh, I think I know. Penny. I think I know what it is, but I don't want to say it if bank. it's not. If it's not, it's the Vork Bank, isn't it? No, no, no I don't think it's guild related. But because it's another he, technical. He was in that. Yes, car. he was. You're he right. He ran it over with his car. He did. AKA his DeLorean. His DeLorean. <laughs> AKA Greg's DeLorean. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for hitting me up for news. Let's see. Should have three movies coming out this year, which I think people know already. But I didn't. I didn't. I, I knew one. about one. Yeah, I knew yeah. one. Yeah. Is it the same one? Uh, I this knew one? this one. Yep. Ha ha. Oh, I have to pronounce that? <laughs> Boonraku? Boonraku. Boonraku. Yes. That sounds awesome. Starring Josh Hartnett, Woody Harrelson, Demi Moore, Kevin McKidd, Gact? Gact. Who's Gact? I don't know. Some rapper, sounds like. Or a wrestler. Oh, that was my guess. That's possible too, yeah. Is it a rapper or a wrestler? <laughs> Maybe it's both. A rapper wrestler. Uh, I play killer number four. <laughs> Nice. Yay! Warrior with Nick Nolte, Tom Hardy, Jennifer Morrison, and Joel Edgerton is almost done and should premiere at the Toronto International Film Fest where I play Jim Rat Fenroy. I love that name. Awesome. It's like a mobster name. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and Red Dawn with Josh Peck and Chris Hemsworth. So As you know, I play Lieutenant E, all minor parts, but fun nevertheless. Red, that's Red Dawn 2, though, right? No, it's remaking. It's Red a Dawn remake of the original, but it's China instead of yeah, Russia. They changed. Is it China or North Korea? I thought it was China. China. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, it's a retelling of the story. It's a retelling of of the United States. Because you know we invaded. love the Russians now. Yeah. So we can't have that. <laughs> can't be mean to them. Red Dawn, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh. I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. He's also working on a pilot called The Cape. I play a Lynx trooper of some sort in an episode which shoots next week, but it's a pilot, so who knows if anyone will ever see it. LOL! Or LOL. <laughs> I like to say LOL. Take care, Fernie. I've yes. actually heard of the cape. Yes, because Summer Glau's in it. Summer Glau? Yes. Somebody else she's the, mentioned she's the actual, it to me the I think other she's the writer. It's a superhero thing. No, I know. Uh, yeah, that, it oh, sounds really cool. I had lunch with Al Thompson, um, who does... Uh, a web series called Johnny Be Homeless, which is totally hilarious, and he was talking about it. Cool. He's either a part of it or something like that. But it sounds it's gonna be big. Awesome. I think it'll be picked up for so. a series. I yeah. hope so. So, all right. Now we have one more. This is from Kim Evie. The Guild's <laughs> producer, Kim Evie, has a little side project on YouTube called Two Hot Girls in the Shower, which she created and stars in with her good friend, actress Julie Whitner. Fans of Gorgeous Tiny Chicken Machine Show will recognize Julie as Kiko's ever-present, non-speaking friend, Go-Go Girl. Kim and Julie met during sketch comedy at Acme Comedy Theater, where Kim also met Felicia. Two Hawk Girls in the Shower's episodes run about a minute each and feature Kim and Julie in the shower answering questions with a strangely Burns and Allen-esque dynamic. Julie is the dumb blonde. Kim is her exasperated straight man. Despite the lascivious title, Kim would rate the show PG-13, mostly due to the mature content, although she assures you there is nothing mature about their sense of humor. Kim and Julie get comments from men and women alike who enjoy the show and often hear tells 
of guys who've been forced to share the show with their wives or girlfriends after getting in trouble for friending two hot girls on Facebook, only to wind up sitting through a marathon viewing together. You can view Two Hot Girls in the Shower on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash LKG Productions or by typing Two Hot Girls in the Shower into the YouTube search engine. You might find some other goodies if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Knights of the Guild is yoked with the Geeker Dome Network. Find more geeky things at geekerdome.com. Up next, we have... Listener feedback. feedback. Ooh, do the like echo. feedback. There you go. Like, <laughs> no, just kidding. That's the bad That's kind. Wonderful. <laughs> listener feedback. <laughs> <laughs> no one would listen if we did that. Tis time to hear what the listeners have to say. Here's listener feedback on Knights of the Guild. All right. First up, we have a voicemail from our buddy Soapbox Mark, who's actually. Uh, I see him. Yeah, he's, he, he's right over there. He called. He called. Yeah, he's hanging out with us. Yeah, in the he's, cafe. In the cha- he's in the cafe with us. Yeah. In the chat cafe. And that's right. In the internet cafe. He actually called during our recording of our last podcast. Uh-huh. While this, we were recording. While we were recording. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Oh, we so need to hear it now. We're going to go ahead and take a listen to that. Hey, guys. It's Soapbox Mark. I am uh, just want to give you a fair shout out on episode 14. Well, I'm watching it being recorded right now. Actually, I, if I turn it up, see? Yep, you can hear Kenny right there. Just want to let you know that the show is awesome, despite not being able to hear the interview with TJ and Denise. I'm sure it's great. You know what? I know it's great. Keep it up, the good work that is. And make sure that you do that. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's kind of... Fade it off. You guys are awesome. Okay, bye. Thanks, Mark, for that message. Awesome. I'm so funny that you call this actually during our recording. So we appreciate any voicemails. So you know he's gonna call again. I know. We're gonna get another one. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. All right. So now we're gonna go with our written comments. So I'll let Jenny oh start. Oh boy, I get one. Dear Kenny and Jenny, or Jenny and Kenny, I really enjoy listening to the podcast. Still wondering how Jenny's unicorn tears were. What does unicorn tears do anyways, and how did Jenny make a unicorn cry? You both really love comments, and it's nice listening to what people have to say. I like the avatar picture that was made for Kenny and Jenny, but still one thing I'm wondering is, what classes are you two? My thoughts of the Knights of the Guild birthday is simple, and I loved watching both parts. It was very entertaining, though it seemed like Kenny did not get much to eat. There were lots of wonderful talent brought together. Your fan and friend... Brian Highland. Thanks, Brian. So let's go ahead and answer. Oh, yes. So, okay. Um, what the, how were the unicorn tears? They were delicious. They were. Everybody had a glass. We actually did that off camera. No, we did it no, on camera. No, we did it on camera. Yeah, but it was during the karaoke time. So it was the, karaoke like, the last time. hour of... We got so distracted by everything. The bottle was sitting in front of yeah. us the whole time. I was like, oh, yeah, we got to drink those. <laughs> Guys! Yeah. Um, but okay. they, they, they were sweet. All right. And how did you make a unicorn cry? Um, those were made for us. That's right. So I did not make a unicorn cry. Someone else did. Yes. But we can find out from that person. From that person. Yeah. Ray Hill. Ray Hill. We Ray Hill. It's not a secret. I know. I was like, Ray made a unicorn cry. <laughs> we should make like a of one of those uh, propaganda videos with Ray's face. Like, and then it turns red. It's like, Ray Hill makes unicorns cry. <laughs> Vote Jenny Powell for president. 
let's see. As uh, for our classes, I would say, I mean, we didn't pick it. We you just, have pointy ears, so you're like an elf. I would or be like an elf mage. Elf mage. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a wizard because I have the robe and the the scepter. I'm a fighter. I you think. look like a yeah. yeah. You're like a you have pointy ears too, so you're probably an elf. I have pointy ears. Mm-hmm. We both have pointy ears and big titties. <laughs> Yeah, you're definitely so an elf. You'd be a you're a warrior. I'm an, you're elf, an elf, but warrior. I'm tall though. Elves are tall. Elves are tall. Mm-hmm. You don't see Lord of the Rings. You're thinking little elves, like I like Keebler. little elves though. Keebler elves. I want to be a Keebler elf. <laughs> You'd be a gnome. I don't want to be a gnome. Like Zabu. <laughs> was it? Zabu's a gnome. Wasn't it Michelle that ran in and goes, "Gnomes uh, suck." Was it gnomes or yes, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was gnomes. All right. Next up, we have hi Kenny and Jenny. Just. Finished watching the most recent Ustream podcast recording. Unfortunately, I couldn't watch it live as I had some family obligations. Uh, I really enjoyed the recording. Your good self and Ginny were in great form. Looking forward to hearing the recorded reviews and interview. And very excited about the news of your impending interview with Will Wheaton. I am prepared to bet that the most asked question for him will be, Were you wearing anything under your kilt? Take care. Can't wait to hear the edited podcast. Ken. And I'm sure that will be another I mean, one's I question. Know. I have a lot of questions. It's been great. People have been sending in lots of questions. Yes. So we're, we have lots it's of... It's going to happen. It will. It will. It's going to. Just don't know when yet, but it will. I was... I got a new iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I was transferring over all my numbers. Stuart was helping me. And he's like, you have Will Wheaton's phone number. <laughs> Can I have it? No. You can't have it. What are you going to do with it? He's like, I just want to have it in my phone. Like, no. That's... No. That's funny. But yeah, you're trusted with those numbers. Hello, knights. Ooh, that's the first I, time we've been addressed. I, that and way. I like that. I think I that's cool. Too. So debating Jenny or Kenny first, just just call us call knights. us knights because we are knights of the guild. Or you can call me a princess. <laughs> I want to be a knight. Oh, fine. <laughs> just got done watching the three-hour UStream show for episodes fourteen, parts one and two. I'm happy I was able to get the whole thing, or at least all the audio. I had tried to watch during the anniversary special, but unfortunately, I'm afraid my computer is older than many of your listeners. <laughs> and even though Jenny was late and disrupted the podcast by working and eating... Just kidding, Jenny! <laughs> Whoa, I don't know. It was fun to watch and listen. As promised, I've attached my t-shirt design. Hopefully someone with a bit more creativity and know-how can clean it up and maybe offer them for listeners to buy. I look forward to the next live show. Dustin. He's the one that did Knights of Guild. There is no the. Nice. The, the yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll post a picture of it. It's very Super funny. Super awesome. Yeah. I'm disruptive. You are. I eat and <laughs> get here late. All right, here we go. Hello, Jenny and Kenny. I've been following your podcast for many months now, and I'm trying to catch up on old episodes. I simply love the two of you. I'm so confident of season four that I'm ready to pre-order the DVD Mm. right now. I search the web every day for Felicia content. Is it wrong for an old fart, 54 years old, to be in love with such a witty, bright genius? I guess it's okay since I'm in Alaska and can't really stalk her without racking up considerable air miles and emptying my meager bank account. I try to catch all your live feeds and keep an eagle eye on Twitter for any news. The shame is that in my time zone, I usually miss your contest. I could ramble on, but at my age, you might think I have Alzheimer's. Love, cookies, and unicorn stir-fry. Your faithful listener, Ross T. Gunn, a.k.a. Solo1955. Nice. Thanks, Ross. Gunn with two N's. This is our pew, f- his pew. first email from him. Yay! You're very Welcome. cool. Thank you Cute so unicorn much. Unicorn stir-fry sounds delicious. <laughs> 
Hi, Kenny. Just wanted to let you know that Felicia Day and Kenny and Jenny photos arrived today. Woo-hoo. Thanks very much. I'm getting quite a nice little wall of fame. He sent me a picture. He has... Oh, continue. I'm sorry. I was like... Whoa. I interrupt. It's I'm excited, though. Email. Yeah. Okay. You and Jenny are sandwiched between Felicia and Nana Visitor. Insert your own suggestive comment here. That's right. Nana Visitor plays end. Kira Nerese on Deep Space Nine, Star Trek. So he I'm going to insert a, a suggestive comment. Okay. We were banging. <laughs> <laughs> That's really suggestive. So I'm suggesting <laughs> that we were banging. Ladies. Uh, see, any other person would be excited to be between Jenny, Nana Visitor, and Felicia Day. Except for You're me. like the one person the one like, whatever. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, oh, there's another paragraph! <laughs> Knights of the Guild podcast episode 14 part 1 was tremendous as always. I think I could listen to you two laugh all day long and never get tired of it. Looking forward to the next one and the microcast from the Golden Apple signing too. It's a shame that Jenny can't be there with you, but you couldn't ask for a better stand-in than Greg Aronowitz. <laughs> all the best to you and Jenny. Keep on laughing. Thanks, Ken. He's our buddy. Yes, I can't make the signing. I was bummed. You know why? Yes, because you're going to be on the East Coast. I'm going to the East Coast. That's right. To meet my boyfriend's family. Dun, for dun, the dun, first dun. time. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I hope they don't kill me. Like, get away from our son, you harlot. If you wear this. I'm going to wear this with I nothing think underneath. Be very- <laughs> and I'm going to be like, chainmail. Nice. Um, I think this is time for me to give you my gift so you can wear this. Oh, gifts! So I can wear this? There's something wearable in this little envelope? Oh, no! You did it! Yay! I got a Knights of the Guild song! Finally! Finally! Oh, my God. Wearing this and the chain mail, and the chain mail. There you go. Oh my god! I'm getting broken up with. Uh. <laughs> oh, I guys, there it I'm is. Try it on. It's official. Watch. I'm putting it over my pants. <laughs> see, this is what happens when you guys don't come to the live feed. Uh. You don't get to see all this fun stuff. Jenny yeah. trying, trying on her thong. Yay! Yay! And then uh, our buddy Marcus Hunt up in e- England uh-huh. sent this. Very late birthday. That's yes. okay. So I don't know what it is. I know. It's it's wrapped. It's silver. It is. Silver paper. I'm opening it. The Book of Bunny Suicides. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and Politically Correct Bedtime Stories. The original one and only million copy seller. Ooh. Wow. I love it. Books. The book of bunny suicides. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Let's open to a random page. Oh, this bunny got struck by lightning flying a kite. <laughs> I don't leper colony and petting zoo. No, why? That's a, that would be a slow suicide. Getting leprosy? It's gonna take a while. Oh no! Ooh. This bunny's getting hit in the face with a ball. This looks like Dig Dug. <laughs> it does. Underground nuclear test. Oh my god, this book is awesome. Wow. That one's intense. Uh, the bunny kicks the alien in yep. the privates. That's one way to commit suicide. 
Oh my gosh, this is funny, great. Funny Thank stuff. you. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. <sighs> when I get home today, I'm going to be like, hey, Stuart, <laughs> here's a song, some books about Bunny bunnies killing, <laughs> killing themselves. The end. All right, that was fun. Thank you guys. Present we, ta- we, should we, do, we love getting presents. Can we and- do present time every podcast? <laughs> Well, that depends on the listeners if we get presents every podcast. Whoa. <laughs> no pressure or anything, guys. Oh, man. If you send me any underwear, I will wear it on my head. <laughs> Is that motivation? Time for a cookie break. We'll be right back with more Knights of the Guild after this. Hello there, guildies. When you're not listening to Knights of the Guild podcast with Kenny and Jenny, I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Appy Times. If you own an iPod Touch or an iPhone, if you love applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it. Or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times, and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y-T-I-M-E-S. Come and share the Appy Times with me. Eight years on from Firefly, five years on from Serenity, you still can't stop the signal. Striding like a colossus into the new decade, conquering new... Ah, that's a little over the top, don't you think? Well, I guess, but he's right. We're still here. Just not quite so much with the striding. Walking confidently. How's that sound? Fine. Just as long as the signal stays a podcast all about Joss Whedon's Firefly and Serenity. Oh, no question there. We're continuing to explore the verse, same as we have for the last five years. But this year, with some new crew, new articles... New interviews, new features... And a new website, a new forum, and a blog. But still at the same old address, www.serenityfirefly.com, and still coming to your MP3 player every two weeks. Plus, we've got lots of our regular segments like News from the Verse, Broadwaves, The Terraformers, and Feedback. And we want you to join us. The Signal. Helping to carry on building the brown coat community. It, it starts, starts here. The Signal. Hi, this is Jeff Lewis, and I play Vork on the Guild, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild podcast, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. And now, news and information on the current contests on Knights of the Guild. All right, now it's time for our contest. This is where we get to give somebody else a present. Yes, this is our end-of-month contest. We do this every month. Uh, Over the time of a month, we'll do do various trivia questions, or I just say, you know, tell me Codex's last name, and everybody who answers gets their name put on. Jones, right? That's it, yes. (laughs) Codex Jones. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Codex Jones. (laughs) So, for the month of March... We had 54 entries. Wow. So I want you. I'm not looking. Don't, yeah, don't look at the list. Bah, 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 bah. I uh, randomly gave a number to every single person on this list, and Jenny's going to pick a number between 1 and 54. 23. 23. <gasps> but we have our winner. Magic. Magic. M-A-J-I-K. Yes. Yeah. So congratulations, Magic. 
uh, you get a Knights of the Guild t-shirt. And a picture of me with a thumb on my head. No? Um, uh, no. They don't want that? I'm sure, no. Oh. <laughs> is it business time yet? It Sunny. is. <laughs> and Mrs. Hat all like, of a sudden. You got, like, you aged 20 years or something. Mrs. Hat was metal. my day, we walked 87 miles in sleet. Nice. To sit on a rock. <laughs> It's time for business time. Where can you find Knights of the Guild on the World Wide Web? Let's find out. It's business time. Email Knights of the Guild at gmail.com. Knights of the Guild blog at Knights of the Guild podcast.blogspot.com. Yay! <laughs> did a funny voice. <laughs> We have a fan page on Facebook and a watchtheguild.com group, both of which you can join. Please. Click on them. Push the button. Push the button. Want to go down the hole? <laughs> Knights of the Guild is on Twitter at Knights of Guild. You can also find Kenny at Geeky Fanboy and Jenny at Jimmy Powell. We have a Knights of the Guild Cafe Puesto. <laughs> it's www. Cafe Press slash K-O-T-G-K-O-T-G. Knights of the Guild has a Ustream channel at http colon slash slash www.ustream.tv. <laughs> I go okay http colon slash slash www.ustream.tv slash channel slash knights dash of dash the dash guild <laughs> you did it I had to look away because it was too crazy oh, oh this is funny nice of a good voicemail H one eight three zero eight K O T G, which is also five six eight four. It's free in the U S. Use call me buttons on blog and Podbean, or I'll eat your soul. Send us your guild photos so we can post them in the section on our Podbean website called Our Listeners. Send us pictures of you sporting some kind of guild merchandise, like a Knights of the Guild T-shirt, or maybe a guild T-shirt. Or if you dress up as cosplay, send those pictures to Knights of the Guild at gmail.com. You did that voice always! That's the greatest voice ever! (laughs) (laughs) That's the end! That is the end. But before we go, always remember... If you forget your girlfriend's name, she's not going to get you pajamas. Hi, this is Kevin Batchelder from The Signal, The Scapecast, and the Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV podcasts. And you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. And remember, while it's always okay to go AFK, it is not okay to go AFKOTG. The podcast you are listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Action! Oh, uh, yes, yes, uh, hello! 
Hello and welcome to OCAS. The Olympians would like to thank uh, you cut, so much for- Cut, cut. 1,600 years. That's how long it's been since people believed we existed. Check out OCAST.com and follow us on Twitter at OCAST Web Series. I'm Jen Geppinger. I'm Kevin Batchelder. And I'm Kurt Geppinger. And we are the SeekerCast, a podcast for fans of the TV series Legend of the Seeker. We are a community-based podcast that works to keep you up to date on some of the best news, forum discussions, and interviews in the Seeker fandom. We also do a recap and in-depth discussion of each episode. I thought it was very rich, the story. I, I was afraid it was going to be a little trite, but this really played out to be a very powerful episode in my mind. The whole episode did kind of stay one step ahead. I, I felt like I kept having to catch up and try and figure out what was going on, which I like that. that it's not predictable, so that, that made me very happy the way it was done. And also, you know, correcting the mistake they made on the Sisters of the Light in Season 1. <laughs> <sighs> that was the only thing of Season 1 that I cannot forget. It's okay, though, because we're staying focused on the series, right, Kurt? So tune in to The Seeker Cast at theseekercast.com or subscribe through iTunes. It's the unauthorized prequel that everyone is talking about. A whole bunch of Mohicans. What? No! This is the unauthorized prequel done by fans and for the fans of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, Horrible Turn. That is an awful title. It worked for Town. True. So what's it about? Well, it's about a boy named Billy that meets a girl, things go crazy, his world falls apart, and he turns into an evil supervillain. That's an awful plot. It worked for Dr. Horrible. True. So where can we buy it? Buy it? No. You don't get it. It's free. Totally free. Just go to HorribleTurn.com and you can watch it. Free? That's an awful business plan. There is no business plan. About 30 people from Houston got together and made a movie. Best summer of our lives. Can you do the movie voice thing now? Go to HorribleTurn.com to see the unauthorized prequel that is taking over the interwebs. Dazzling music. There's no place on earth like Australia. My dream last night was of a place, a place so far away. I learned that plants have much to teach once you get to know them. That more than thorns and corns adorn the xylem and the phloem. Completely original dialogue. The world is a mess, and I just need to fix it. Tonight I might try to, you know, make an actual audible connection. I meant pie. And a bunch of jokes written specifically to make Felicia Day smile. It's like CompuServe, only better. So even if you've been online for 48 hours straight and humiliation is super funny to you, stay on for one more hour and check out HorribleTurn.com. We love the guild. Catch guild fever! Knights of the Guild has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works. 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.